morning again. We, we want to try and see if we can finish off this um, topic of identity, but it's great to see all of you out this morning, you online, on Facebook, on YouTube. This morning, we want to continue the topic of Id uh, identity in Christ. I'm not going to waste any time, and I'm just going to just um, read our key scripture, just to kind of give us some context of what this is about. Now, when we speak about Id our identity, when we come to Christ, he gives us a new identity. The, when, we, when we was with, let's just say we was with the enemy, it's the truth. When we was with the enemy, we had an identity. And that identity was um, devilish, it was fleshly, it was carnal, and everything like that. But when we come to Christ, we receive a new identity, we receive a new empowerment. What happens is the enemy, when we come to Christ, he doesn't want us to know our identity. The moment we know our identity and we walk in it, it's trouble for Satan because he's then going to try and stop us. And it, see, the thing is, it doesn't matter um, what age you are when you give to your heart to Christ. The enemy will definitely try to deter you from really embracing what God has for you, what he wants you to walk in, and the authority he wants you to walk in. The Bible says that uh, when you become a, a new creation, when you become a Christian, you become a new creation. All things be have passed away. All things have become new. You receive a new, uh, 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 your spirit is born again. And you're, you, become, you become basically, it's like the, the, the Christ in you becomes, he touches your life in such a way that is really special. And this, these verses of scripture here, this one that I'm about to read, in Ephesians, highlights the benefits that we have as believers in, as in Jesus, for Jesus Christ. We don't need to walk in fear or timidity anymore. We don't need to walk with our heads held down. And these verses of scripture highlights this. And then from once I've read these verses of scripture, I'm not going to go through the whole of what I've done in the past, but I'm going to jump on to where we, was, where we left off last time so we can move on. And it reads something like this in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3 to 14. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So right now you know that we are blessed. Just as he chose us before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ, to himself according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, by which he made us accepted in the beloved, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace, which he made to abound toward us in all wisdom and prudence, having made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good Of 
the fullness of the times he might gather together in all one of all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth in him. In him also we have obtained an inheritance being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will. That who that we who first trusted in Christ should be to the praise of his glory. In him you also trusted after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom you also, having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession to the praise of his glory. I want to just mention something else as well. As we go along our journey in our walk with the Lord, at times it, you, 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 things comes our way that just seems to just really, uh, seems to attack us. And you think, what is this? And you don't, you don't even feel strong enough to handle or deal with the situation. And notice I use the word feel, because many a times I've felt like that, trust me, <laughs> even this morning, I don't feel like it, don't feel, feel. And it feels like the, the feeling seems to dominate and rule. But when this thing comes, we have to take authority over that thing. And sometimes it might be sickness, sometimes it might be our thoughts. But the, remember, see, the enemy, when he comes to attack us, you know, he doesn't come with this something new. He comes with the same old tricks. He comes with the same old tactics. He doesn't come with something fresh from heaven. <laughs> it's definitely not from heaven. But he comes with something he knows he can get you with. So the Bible says that we should not be ignorant of the devil's devices. And so because we know that we've been blessed with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places, and because we know we have the mind of Christ, and because we know that Christ lives in us, the hope of glory, we do not look to our feelings to obtain the strength or any guidance, but we look to the word and we speak the word over the situation. And as we speak the word over the situation, God will begin to change the circumstance. And in these verses of scriptures that we've been reading, it reminds us as our place and our authority and our position in Christ. And I want to really emphasize this this morning that when we feel, when we just feel like, ah, oh, this is just too much. No! Stand on the word. Take hold of the word. Declare the word. And do not allow the feelings to dominate and rule. Because this is just what the enemy... See, he moves in that realm. That's how the enemy catches us, you see. He takes control. When we live in that realm of feeling, and we don't live in the realm of the Spirit, or live in the realm of the Word, and to speak it and to declare it, this is what the enemy has. He has control over us. I just felt to say that before I moved on to the... 
point I wanted to move on to. The last time we was looking at, see if I can get there very quickly, but um, right. we was looking at how to build our identity in Christ. How to build our identity in Christ. So I was saying that in Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, it says, you know, don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And it, basically, in those verses of Scripture, it, we can't be embracing the things of this world. The things of this world will try to push um, so different things to, for example, um, you, you must dress like this to be accepted. You must speak these kind of words. You must go out to these different places. Then you'll be accepted and then you'll be able to be looked upon as doing what is right through the eyes of the world. And there are many things we can go through that where the, the world wants us to accept and believe these things that like is, for example, we must get the, the best type, the, the, the quality type of Gucci shoes and Gucci bag in order to be accepted. And that's not the truth as we know it. It's expensive stuff, by the way. Um, but we, that's, not what the, that's not what God's word is actually wanting us to do. His word is wanting us to live like him, to be like him. Live within your means. Don't um, embrace the things that the world is pushing. Because these things that the world is, is, is pushing, it's like for whatever they say you must do, but we must be led by the Spirit and led by the Word. The great thing is, is that as we seek to follow the Lord and as we live for Him, the Bible says that as we look into the Word, look into the Word, we are going from one, one phase of glory to another. We're going from one phase of glory to the other. And the way that we can do that is as we continue, continually look into the Word. The Bible says in Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 to 3, that if we, we should seek those things that are of heaven... It says, if you are risen with Christ, seek those things which are above. We've got to continually seek those things that are above. Notice, it's, when it comes to the things of God, it's, it's a lot of effort that you have to apply. You can't just like show up and say, it's, it's all there. You've got to be deliberate in pursuing God. You've got to be deliberate in reading the word, feeding off the word. You've got to be deliberate 
in doing the right thing. You know, sometimes doing the right thing, you know, it's, it's not easy, you know. Because it's like you just feel, oh, I don't want to do this because if I do this, I'll be embarrassed. If I do this, I'm going to look stupid. But we have to do what is right. Because that's what the, the Bible says, that when, when we do those kind of things, God will honor us when we do what is good and what is right. Sometimes we're thinking things, and we think, oh boy, don't worry, no one can see. Hey, God can see, you know. He can see our thoughts. He can see our motives. He can see our actions. Every single thing that we're doing. And, these, and this, is, this is what we want. We want to honor him with everything that we have and move from, the, 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 from one phase of glory to another because that's important. As I mentioned the last time, in my, old, in my current workplace, we have this thing called a document management system, which I've mentioned to you. But basically, it has, Tolly, you'll know about this, well, hopefully. Um, <laughs> it basically has different versions of documents that shows up. And obviously, the latest one is the one that they're all working on. That's the most current version. That's the latest version. And we want to move... We want to go to the latest version of what he wants us to be. And we don't need to look at someone else to, emit, to copy them. We need to copy Christ. He's actually got, there, the Bible says that there's a book for each of us. There is a place that God wants us to reach to and emulate to. Obviously, we need to be like Christ. But we need to, there's, a, there's different versions that we need to reach to for us that will copy Christ is what I'm trying to say. But we need to be like him. Ultimately, we need to be like Jesus. We need to pursue him with everything that we have. That's the first point that I wanted to mention there. But also I wanted to add this as well. That as we're, wherever God has placed us, God has given us unique talents and abilities. He's given us a, a uniqueness about us, our character. The way that we are, not every, every one of us here are so unique in the way that we are. With, with, with um, some of our um, jokes and so how we talk and how we carry ourselves. Um, I have to say, so I have to insert this. Thank you very much, ladies, for what you've done for Mel. That was really wonderful. It was a really great time. Wonderful time. Um, so thank you very much. And Peter, thank you for welcoming Mel to the fifth floor. Um, I, I have been encouraged that I'll be going there soon myself. So you'll be more welcoming coming on. But anyway, moving on. <laughs> I was going to say that wherever God has placed us, he's placed us in a unique place. And wherever he has placed us, we have to express the nature of Christ. This version that he has made us into, they need to see the Christ in us, the hope of glory. Whatever he has placed in us to do, sometimes you are at work and this person's getting on your nerves. Oh man, I've been there several times. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm with you there, people. Trust, I'm, I'm with you, right? And you have to show the love of Christ. You have to be kind. You have to be loving. 
and you feel, you feel, you want to really release something that will assist your flesh. But then you have to say, no, flesh, you die. Let the Christ come out. Let Jesus flow. And you know, in those times, when you don't feel like saying what you should be saying and doing what you should be doing, if, you, if it really gets that bad, just walk away. Because it's better you do that than um, release and do something that you shouldn't. <laughs> we need to remember that we're there for a divine appointment. There's a, a divine assignment, assignment that God has for us. And as we, as we avail ourselves to the Lord, he will give us the words to say. And you know, when it really, really gets tough, uh, listen, the, there is definitely power in praying now. Whew, it can definitely deal with those, those challenging moments. And then, see, this, this, is, all part, this is all part of our identity, you know, because it's all, it's all good saying, yeah, we've got authority over the, it's all, it's all good, but we have to have authority over the flesh as well. This is important. <laughs> Number two, in how we can build our identity, we need to remember what he says about us. I know we've mentioned that in the beginning. We need to remember what he's, the, the, the different things that he has said about who we are. We're the apple of his eye. We've been seated in heavenly places. We, the Bible says that he's given, us, he's given us a name, which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus. So he's given us that authority. So we're not in, 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 a, in a low realm, but we're in a place of authority. So whenever we are walking, whenever we are coming in a company of people, we need to recognize that the presence of God is coming in that company of people. That the solution that people need is coming in the company of that people. We are not the, in, in ourselves, but the Christ in us. And when we remember who he's called us to be, and where there, when there is a situation that comes up where it needs the intervention of God, you can stand in that situation and say, you know what, can, do you mind if I pray for you for this situation? So that God can intervene. It says in the book of Psalms 139, Verses 13 to 16, you made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion, as I was woven together in the dark of the womb, you saw me before I was born. 
And every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. So God has some, he's just highlighting here the uniqueness that how God has made each and every one of us. And we must, we must express it, but just let Christ flow through you in the same, in the process. Remember that we're unique in him and that he's, um, what's the word I wanted to say? He basically has placed us in a, there's certain things that he's, that's it. We need to remember what God says about us. That's what I wanted to say. We need to remind ourselves who God has called us to be. I want to mention number three. We need to rely on who God is. Rely on him. In 2 Corinthians chapter 12 and verses 9 to 10, it says, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why. For, Christ, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. For when I am weak, then I am strong. We need to rely upon the Lord in our moments of weakness. And in fact, all the time. Because the Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And we should not lean on our own understanding. There has to be a 100% reliance on him. And it's easy at times that we try to rely upon our intellect or the skills and the different things that we've acquired. But when we rely upon him, just as David did, all those times when David had situations... He says, shall I pursue the troops? Shall we retreat? He always inquired of the Lord. He always asked the Lord, what do you need me to do? That is a sign of relying upon him. That's a sign of looking to him rather than your resources. This is something that we need to consistently do. As we seek to have, recognize the identity that he's given to us, it's imperative because when we rely upon him, we're relying upon the source. We're not relying upon anything else. I want to mention this one thing before we pray. As we go through this time of recognizing who we are in Christ and stuff like that, it's also important to recognize our weaknesses. Recognize 
your weaknesses. So for example, one of the things that I've constantly have had to fight is fear. And the way that I, over, I seek to overcome it by his grace is by using the word and finding the scripture to speak the word against it. The reason why it's important to know your weaknesses because if you don't know your weaknesses, when the enemy throws something at you, you'll just cave into anything that comes your way. And remember, remember what I said right from the beginning. The enemy doesn't use anything new. He always uses something that's old and something that's archaic and that you know about too. But when you know about your weaknesses and you're aware of them, then you then find the, the arsenal and you find the scriptures and you start to speak it. And for example, for God has not given me the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So then you speak it and then you declare it. And then even if you feel, fear, you feel fearful, you do the thing anyway. Because it's, it's just something that's trying to cause you to crumble. But you don't need to crumble. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So my dear brothers and sisters, I want to encourage you with this word this morning. To strengthen your hearts as you seek to walk in your identity all these things it all comes into the same pot in terms of knowing your weaknesses remembering who he's called you to be so that you can be effective in what he needs you to do so i'm going to pray right now let's just bow our heads father i want to thank you for your word want to thank you father for your strength Lord, that you provide for your people. And I pray, my Father, that you will continue to touch and strengthen and help each person here. Lord, as they walk in their identity, as they walk, Father, in what you've called them to. And Father, we pray that you will help different ones with the different things that they're facing, Father. Help them to apply the authority, and help them to live in a way that will honor and please you. We thank you and we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.